You are listening to Level Up Your Gaming Podcast, episode 115, an introduction of GM Tom. In today's episode, I introduce the podcast to GM Tom. Tom will feature in episodes from time to time, and this will give you some background on him and his gaming experience. If you'd like to participate in the discussion or leave us feedback, you can contact us at levelupyourgamingpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash levelupyourgaming. If you like the content and want to hear more of the show, subscribe and we'll ensure you don't miss an episode. New episodes come out almost every Wednesday. Also, please review, tell a friend about the podcast, or share with your gaming group. Now sit back and enjoy the episode. Welcome to Level Up Your Gaming Podcast. My name is Aaron, and joining me for the first time, my good friend Tom. How are you, Tom? I'm doing fantastic. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Uh, this is the guy that I told you was going to potentially join us for some of these shows. So this is GM Tom. This is introduction episode. I'm going to give you... Uh, give him an opportunity to tell you all, you know, about himself, his credentials. Let him, uh, you know, peel back the nerd credentials. Show, show you that that he's part of the club. Oh uh, yeah, that, yeah. That, that he he knows what he's talking about. So, <laughs> how tell us a little bit about yourself, Tom? All right. Well, um, uh, so I used to work for Games Workshop. Um, I not only narrated a whole bunch of story epics and whatnot, but I was highly competitive player, painter. Uh, Role-playing wise, I started in middle school with my brother. Uh, We grew up in the military, so we moved around a lot. So we had a lot of time to come up with stories as kids. (laughs) So we were very creative. Most of the time we did it outdoor style. We didn't know what LARP was, but it basically was LARP. Only, uh, you know, we brought our books with us and we'd roll dice and then hit each other with Nerf bats. Uh, But growing up all throughout high school, college... Uh, now I'm, you know, uh, mid to late 30s, and uh, <laughs> so a uh, bit of an adult now, so I don't have as much time to play, obviously, but I still do love writing some stories and running, like, good cultured events. Yeah, no, yeah, I think you did, a, you did a game for us pretty recently. You, uh, you ran the 7th C game. I've talked about it on this podcast a lot when I was with Jared on the podcast, and just kind of was a, nice to have a different uh, exposure to another system. Uh, that you had done and you did a great job with it you you do voices you kind of do uh very immersive silly things um and you also did a very you have a good uh uh you have a good method of like telling uh scenes i think you've got like good note taking that you've kind of i don't know like how you do that Maybe oh like, yeah no there's you, a I, lot I, of notes I, I, I hope you're not just <laughs> flying from the cuff because if you are that's it's pretty amazing <laughs> I, I mean to some degree i i do and that's actually from a lot of my um my tabletop experience because when you when you work for when i worked for games workshop we would narrate how the combats would unfold and so it's not like you can have a you know, a stack of papers and some pencils and be like, okay, this is how I'm going to describe orcs versus space marines crushing some stuff or whatever. No, you kind of have to wing those. But I do really like going in with a good outline um, because it it helps keep me on track and moving with the events that I know I need to trigger or um, continue with my stories as as I really intended. But, But thank you very much for enjoying it, you know. Oh no no! That's it, always the good uh, good feel. <laughs> it, it, it was very enjoyable, um, and I, I know that you that you did listen to this podcast, so you you got an inside look into how I played the game. So well, I definitely to, know you <laughs> like mysteries. <laughs> so, you, so you got you got you got to tailor things uh, in my in my direction, which was always a, a, an interesting thing. Um, so I mean, you you've got a long history of gaming uh, ahead of you. 
What uh, or behind you, I should say, and ahead of you, um, hopefully. So, <laughs> yeah, hopefully, nothing terrible happens. <laughs> um, but what what do you say has been your philosophy as a, as a GM? Like, what what do you feel like encapsulates your style of being a GM? So, I'm a big fan of approaching a story and then finding a system that best represents that story. Um, I really like reading a lot of the already written um, discussion points that you'll have in in various systems. Like, I've done a lot of Vampire. I know you played that a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as, as well as all the different World of Darkness, uh, Dungeons & Dragons, uh, Seven Seas, obviously, you play in there, Mutes and Masterminds I've done, uh, Big Eye, Small Mouth, uh, Star Wars, um, Firefly. <laughs> um, all, all different ascendancy. Oh, that was an old one, but that was a goodie. Um, but anywho, I I like coming up with a good story or a good narrative that I, I will pull from a lot of uh, previously established materials, of course. But I like putting my own spin on it, and then I try to find a way to insert a system that will best convey that story. Um, sometimes it is very much. Um, like like a more open system like 7C was or like White Wolf can mm-hmm. be uh, where, you know, you put the dots wherever you may and you can grow, roll with it. Um, but sometimes it'll be better as a class. Like I did uh, Anima as a system one time for um, this. Uh, well, anyway, I'll, I'll deal with that one <laughs> later. But basically, I, I like having a system that best conveys the story. Unfortunately, though, that does oftentimes mean that it's the first time my players have played in those given systems, Mm. which comes with a whole new level of problems you have to deal with, as well as a a number of opportunities that people who are very comfortable with the system may not be as easy to adapt with. So it can actually play to your uh, strengths a little bit sometimes, too. Okay, that's very interesting. Again, when I played in my group, uh, we almost exclusively have played... uh, world of darkness and i've played in a couple of the other i mean we played other d20 systems and stuff before we got to world of darkness i think we liked the flexibility that the, the world of darkness had in terms of our storytelling and i guess that really what you what you look for it sounds like is more of the system that best fits the type of story you want to tell versus uh like working through system mastery and trying to shoehorn the story you want to tell into the system that is in front of yes, you. Yes, very much so. Uh, <laughs> sometimes that it's a lot of work to find the right system for it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I'm excited about the the fate system that uh, you were discussing with me because that's very much my modus operandi. <laughs> so, so I'm like, oh, I can kind of work with this. Okay, that, that kind of could uh, swing my way. <laughs> yeah, uh, for 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 Gary, who's who's our listener, who brought it that that subject up there. Um, I sent Tom a message when we were talking about doing these podcasts. I'm like, you know anything about the fate system? <laughs> like, I need I need an expert on this because I don't know anything about it. I, I'm I'm still waiting to promise you that uh, that episode, Gary. So, uh, you know, it, Tom will I'm sure dig into it, and we'll, we'll maybe I'll do a, a breakdown with Tom, and I'll I'll try to do my best to dig into it as well ahead of that episode. It's a little homework that we have to do uh, for that one. Um, but no, uh, so what 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 size of tables do you usually run with? Uh, uh, normally, I go between two to five players. Um, any more than that, I, I found just to be unwieldy. 
Um, my preference is normally around three. Um, I, I do find with smaller tables, you get more opportunity to really show off an individual player and you can actually really delve into some of the lore that they bring into your games. Mm -hmm. And I know some people are more uh, interested in like backstories and whatnot. Some people are more interested in accomplishing certain goals um, by having a limited scope of players. I find that it's easier to, to weave those stories in and not feel like you're favoring people. Um, so you can get a more um, uh, balanced experience for everyone in the game. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I, li I like the smaller table group. I, when I first started the hobby, we had like eight people at the table. Whoa. And it was it was a zoo. I mean, it was like... Combat I, takes five years. Yeah, it, it, com <laughs> combat took forever. And it was just... You, you, man, I, I can't even imagine running that. Like, we have got a... We have a podcast group, uh, the Dungeon Masters Dojo. And we interviewed them about a year ago, a year and a half ago. Uh, right when this podcast was starting out, they they run like massive tables. Mm -hmm. They run like like ten players at a table. I'm just like, how on earth do you do? Like, tell me your secrets. I must. <laughs> so I I did do um, a long time ago. I ran a ten person game with a co storyteller. So we each told basically half the players would be in our portion of it. And then we would meet up for certain events where the one group was impacting the other group and then switching back and forth. But it, it's this time in my life, I don't have the time to organize something like that. While the story could be really compelling, uh, for that one, it was a Sabat versus Camarilla vampire game about Sabat wanting to move in on New York for the first time. Uh, so it was way back in the day. <laughs> they brought in the Vosh. It was pretty crazy. But, you know, the Camarilla side was trying to uncover what the spot was doing. The spot was trying to be sneaky about it. So they'd have their own separate stories independent of one another, but they would leave breadcrumbs for the other group to pick up on. Um, so I guess it's not really 10 people on the same team, not, not in the slightest, um, but at least... We did meet up for all, well, 12, because two storytellers did have players. <laughs> that, that's a very interesting, I'll, I'll have to, we'll, we'll have to probe into that, uh, you know, telling yeah. a big game like that yeah. somewhere down the line. We'll make a, a, few, a little foreshadowing into an episode topic uh, that comes up. Uh, so given all the systems that you played, what is your favorite system, or maybe top two? Um, one of my favorites is probably Mutants and Masterminds. That one is by far the most flexible system I've come across. It is based off the premise of superheroes and supervillains. So, of course, power scale becomes, like, over-the-top crazy. But it, it, with how the, the character development works in it, it's very flexible for how you want to be. The same universe that would have the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles could also have, like, Voltron. Like, depending on how you would build it. You could have a fixer who just, like, makes mecha robots um, in the distant future and comes back to the past. Um, you could also have, like, a crazy kooky guy. Like, I had a guy with a trench coat who, who was a kleptomaniac, and he would just steal whatever it was. But his trench coat was an alternate dimension <laughs> that we actually had a game inside one time. I recall the story of your trench coat guy. I, 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 like, it rings a bell. Like, that seems... seems very, very yeah, cool. I mean, you can 
play that system in a number of different ways. Like I used it one time to tell a um, a seven deadly sin kind of story. Because while I I'm not that kind of person, um, I do find that there's a lot of really interesting lore that you can pull from all different sources um, or whatnot. Um, so yeah, Mutants and Mastermind definitely was an enjoyable system, and I'm gonna have to give props to. Uh, White Wolf because that really got me into role playing. I started off in Dungeons and Dragons, but that was very much me as a kid, like wanting to swing a Nerf bat. <laughs> but um, uh, in high school, my brother, uh, a number of my friends, and I, a group of about um, twelve or so of us, rotating in and out, would play various White Wolf games. Um, uh, so I, I do have a lot of love for that system, but it has been a long time since I played in that system. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll leave some mystery for future episodes, but before we, we wrap up on this one here in your introduction, what is your favorite game that you've played in? Uh, and also, what do you feel like is your favorite, I guess you've played in or story told? Or and what's your favorite game that you've, uh, or I guess what's one of your greatest like failures, like disappointment games? Oh, the of? biggest train wreck. Yeah, <laughs> the biggest train wreck. It's like, oh God, I can't help but look. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, favorite one that I played or uh, story told. It, that I yeah. story told, I'm going to go with, um, was an anima game where the players really had to choose your own adventure kind of story. I had a lot of prep work on this one. Um, so when I went into it, I was able to do a lot of long distance foreshadowing, short term like foreshadowing. The players sometimes would realize like how their packs would impact them, but literally there was a massive spider web of options that people could do and would drastically impact the long term results of this game. And so not only did they get to play through it once, but then when we wrapped it up, a number of them would come up to me and be like, so what happens if we did this? And I was able to show them. I'm like, oh, yeah, this, this kind of thing would happen. Or, oh, that could have happened. And they were like, oh, but, you know, we got to do this <laughs> this way. It's like, yeah, you would never have come across XYZ thing. So, so it, it was a very enjoyable game. Um, it was fun because... I actually was able to somewhat successfully have party split and then remerge back together in that one, which normally is a train wreck. That's so normally a train wreck. <laughs> normally and historically for me, that has never worked. Um, but that one, it actually did work. It made sense for the characters. Um, and the players really did enjoy having that as an option and having it work. <laughs> uh worst story i was in um we did an alternating storyteller component for this one and so it was a long-running story and we enjoyed it at first but characters tended to get a little more powerful and you know your goals become more grandiose and because it was rotating storytellers unfortunately some people would lay the seeds for themselves we were younger at the time. This was in the high school age. Um, so some people would lay the seeds for their own power creep and cut other players down. And it became very toxic. Uh, so that was the worst story I was ever in because it left a bad taste in my mouth. Kind of devolved into PvP. <laughs> it totally devolved into PvP. 
so <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh, yeah no that's 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 the I, go back to the you probably shouldn't do that episode it's in one of the two of them there's two of them yeah. but believe me they're you probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was definitely a, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to learn a lot more about you uh, in coming weeks, you know, in different episodes. You're not going to be here every week for all the podcasts, but uh, I, I look forward to getting your expertise, talk about some of the subjects you want to talk about. I know we have a list of them here that we've got, and uh, I'm looking forward to bringing the listeners in. Uh, to those episodes so if you want to give a shout out to tom uh level up your gaming podcast at gmail.com or facebook.com slash level up your gaming comment there we're also on youtube this will be on youtube as well so smash that like button and uh review subscribe to the podcast share with a friend all that good stuff uh tom welcome to the uh to the pot to the level up your gaming podcast and uh that's gonna wrap us up for the week so for tom i'm aaron have a great week everyone have a good one